When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. SEN Test Cricket for Tyre Power. Get the power for your family with a free five-tyre safety. Check tyrepower.com.au. Adam Collins, Brett Sunderason. One last time here at Lords Australia. Victorious by 43 runs after knocking over England for 327 late in the middle session of the final day. But that barely barely scratches the surface. Ben Stokes, 155 of the best runs you'll ever see. He was ignited after a moment of controversy. Johnny Bairstow stumps off the bowling of Cameron Green. Yes, you heard that right, mm. for 10, when Lords went wild and the whole day changed. And Stokes, he nearly did it again. He nearly pulled off Headingley, Mark two. Yeah, for the longest time it looked like Ben Stokes was well on his way to uh, producing a sequel and, and a pretty sexy sequel at that. Uh, but I think Australia, when you look back, always had more runs than they did in Headingley. I think they were smartened by what happened in at Leeds four years ago, um, especially because it was Ben Stokes. And they also used the odd dimensions of Lords really well. Uh, they realised early on that he was hitting to that end of the ground much easier than he was to that end of the ground. Um, and, and they changed tact and Pat Cummins spoke about it uh, and I guess they're also better white ball bowlers than they were four years ago and they yeah. expected Ben Stokes to come hard at them. Josh Hazelwood in particular should have had Ben Stokes out in the first over after the lunch break where Steve Smith uncharacteristically dropped a catch but he was good enough to get him when it mattered but while Ben Stokes lasted, hey, hey, you know Win Predictor was showing England 68%, Australia, Australia 42% or whatever. I think it should have been England 20%, Australia 40% and Ben Stokes 60% because there were three entities playing this game at that point. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the drop catch only because Hazelwood did go the journey a little bit but he did create the first opportunity of what became the final session of the Test match. He was also dropped by Alex Carey down the leg side. Maybe we come to Carey now. Um, the stumping with Green. I mean... In a way, everything's been said, but the reality is is that Bairstow was drifting. We heard after play, since our commentary ended, when Pat Cummins was talking at the press conference, they, they detected that Bairstow was getting bounced and then walking out of his crease. And Carey, alert to it, as wicketkeepers have been, since, well, certainly since my time playing and following the yeah. game, uh, throwing the stumps down from behind. It's never been an issue before. I don't know why it's an issue today. If you just were listening to us in Australia and if you, if you feel like, oh, that's not the Australian way, don't get carried away by what you heard so far from the English press or, or just anyone around English cricket. Uh, I thought it was one of the most obnoxious reactions I've seen to the most um, obvious thing. One of the very obvious things you see in cricket. Look, it's a Sunday here. There would have been at least 100 games happening around London at all levels. It would have happened at least 15 times when the keeper collects the ball and throws at the stumps. That's just natural. It's impulsive. Wicket keepers across the world do it and they've always done it. And once they see that a batter is leaving the crease, uh, even before like the ball is complete or the play is complete or the ball is dead, they're going to do that. And Clearly, the only question was, did the umpire call over? But he did not because the ball was just had just reached Alex Carey. So it's completely Johnny Bairstow's fault. Because how could he be? Just to be clear about yeah. this, if the ball was released by Carey as soon as he picked it up. So there's no way the, the umpire could have called over. So the hand-wringing on that basis, the extra layer of 
spirit of cricket which gets rolled out oh. anytime anytime I, I, I genuinely don't think that 98% of people that cite the term spirit of cricket know what it actually is no. which is a preamble ahead of the laws of the game but nevertheless it just it, you know it, from the moment it happened I could have I could have told you and you probably could have told me exactly what the reaction was going to be exactly who it was going to come from it does get um, as you described it obnoxious that's a great um, a great adjective for it so so it'll continue uh, because it's the ashes and mm. and, and that's what um, certain uh, I guess certain um, people that comment on the game feel duty bound to do but I think most sensible dispassionate observers of the game um, understand what happened earlier today was it the fault of Johnny Bairstow nobody else no absolutely and it, it, look at least if it's a run out of the non-strikers end um, it's calculated right like you as a bowler you either won the batter if you want to if you don't have to uh, or at least there's that element of like you know, I'm taking a call on this. Here with what happened today, yes, obviously Alex Carey was alert to the fact that Johnny Bairstow kept leaving his crease. But you see, he, he, he kind of collects the ball and immediately just rolls it as a stump. How often have we seen it in white ball cricket? How often have we seen it in test cricket? How often would we have seen it in this game? It's just that because there was no run out and because it didn't come at a time when England seemed to be in a decent position where they could chase it down yeah. and because it was Johnny Bairstow, it started well. I think that's the only reason we are talking about it that way. And Stuart Broad didn't help anyone's cause, as Pat Cummins told SE and Test Figured. Uh, he loves to talk on the field when he's bowling, batting and on Twitter. And it, it, I think the way Stuart Broad, I know he's a pantomime villain and people in England love to create memes and celebrate him. I think the way he carried on after he walked out to bat was a little out of place, to be honest. When, Especially when the, the crowd, the English crowd are going, same old Aussie's always cheating. And he started uh, kind of saying, like, you know, you hear that, that's, that's kind of for you to Pat Cummins. I thought it was a little out of place, but... Uh, I don't know, it's Stuart Broad, so we'll still celebrate it, I think, the way it works in English cricket. But again, it, it was overblown uh, to another level. And unfortunately, what happens is it kind of, uh, kind of takes over the conversation. What we should be doing right now is talking only about Ben Stokes. Absolutely. It was a magnificent innings, one of the best you'll ever see. To take England from where they were after the Johnny Bairstow incident, uh, to nearly within, what, 70 runs of that target, like only Ben Stokes can. Um, you know, he's not going to be the greatest batter of the Zira, but he will all will end up as one of the most influential figures in world cricket or uh, in this century. Yeah, he's going to give some of the greatest moments. He's done it. I mean, if Ben Stokes retired tomorrow, and who knows? Remember, he's doing this on a busted knee, yeah, no, bad day. hamstring. He's got a bung finger from a couple of years ago. I don't think Ben Stokes is going to have the sort of career which is still going at well, 35, 36, 37, that's very improbable. So enjoy it while it lasts. And the fact that he got so close to repeating what happened four years ago at Leeds is a, a testament to a lot that's gone on with him between times and to come back as captain and lead the England team the way that he has. They're 2-0 down, but what we do know with Stokes is he's got immense belief. Um, and to acknowledge Broad as well on the way through, I thought he batted commendably he did, after being yeah. hit in the face in the first innings to... Um, play the game with the Australians, usually facing two balls and over, making sure that he got out the way of the short stuff, with the trap set for him in ways that a lot of players weren't able to do through the course of this test match. The meta-narrative here, I suppose, is that we're going to see so much short-pitch bowling at Leeds next week. Whether you like it or not, believe me, it's coming. It's going to be a slower pitch again at Leeds, more, more in line probably with what we saw at Edgbaston the week before, which will mean that they, they pull that lever because it works so well. Nearly 500 balls were short or bounces in this test match. And how many 
many concussion tests. I think eight, nine, ten. Uh, uh, Stuart Broad, you're right. I mean, credit to him. He's hung in there. And what Ben Stokes did would not have been possible if Stuart Broad wasn't do, playing a role at the other end. He took on the short ball and they was peppered. They, they were really going after him. Pat Cummins in particular because they kept having an exchange. Yeah, I mean, it was more Stuart Broad talking and Pat Cummins laughing. But, uh, but you're right. I mean, if the pitch is flat, like you've said, uh, and you covered a lot of cricket at Leeds, maybe England bring in Mark Wood. There's some talk in the Australian camp. Maybe Scott Boland gets a look in. We'll have to see. Because the turnaround is pretty incredible, right? It's yeah, just like they, they travel tomorrow, train, train, match. So we'll be doing this very soon. That's slightly daunting. Maybe on that basis we should go. Uh, the Australians have done the job. They did it without Nathan Lyon as well. To mm. do it with just the quicks, three each for Stark, Hazelwood and Cummins and the contribution of Cameron Green, however unorthodox, gets them the win by 43 runs. They're 2-0 up for the first time in England since 2001, the last time they won in England. And they have the chance to wrap up the series at Leeds next week. This has been SEN Test Cricket for tyre power. Four for three on Toyo Passenger and SUV tyres. Thanks for listening and watching throughout the week here at Lords. Can't wait to do it all again next week at Leeds. Adam Collins, Brett Sunderson, good night. Short, oh. he's got elevation on this and it's oh. going to go all the way oh. into the mound stand. Six for Stokes. His intention is very, very clear. England 6 for 223, Stokes to 88. Stokes short again. Now, oh. where's this gone? Where's this gone? Oh, it's gone for six more. Stark has dropped it over the line. There's serious Trent Bolt vibes going on here. The <laughs> uh, Lords, Stokes moves to 94. It's insane batting. Um, <laughs> Stark didn't have enough uh, time to look where the boundary was, was it? He was thinking about trying to catch it and stop it from going in. Okay, green in, Stokes oh, he's hit has that. gone high again, and that's going to be it! That could be his 100, it is! What the umpire's man. arms go up, he's got to 100 with 6, 6, 6. It's almost certainly in a losing cause, but there'll be some chills going through some Aussie veins here. As Stokes raises his bat to the crowd, it's been an innings of great defiance, unlike the rest of his teammates who have... Many of them given their wicket away. He has stood alone in this innings. Hazelwood into Stokes over the wicket. Short ball takes it on to deep backward square. Chance in off the rope. And it's been put down. Stephen Smith in and out. Stephen Smith in and out. And the members are back on their feet. Smith has his hands on his head. Stokes survives. Will Stokes try and take Hazelwood down? Enjoyed success off him after lunch. Five back on the leg side, round the wicket pavilion end, Stokes swings, top edge, Carey running back with the flight, and he's taken it! Stokes is out! And Josh Hazelwood leans back like Freddie Flintoff did on this ground in 2009. Godlike. And as for Ben Stokes, there won't be a second miracle, but the most masterful performance from where they were a partnership worth 108. It's over now with England 7-3-0-1. Works away from us. Into them here. He's bowled him! Mitchell Stark takes leg stump out of the ground to finish the test match. Josh Tung, who did a lot right at number 10, knocked over for 19. England bowled out for 327. Australia have held their nerve. After four years ago, so much trauma at Headingley, they were tested today by Ben Stokes.
but there isn't to be a second miracle. Australia go 2-0 up here at Lords, victorious by 43. Um, bad comment, 2-0 um, up for the first time since 2001. Um, so if you could just start with that. Um, uh, you guys have been through a lot in the last 18 months to be here at Lords, 2-0 ahead. What does that mean to you? Oh, it's huge. Um, it's a series that everyone's been very excited for for so, for so long. Um, and yeah, it's all come together so far. Um, started with the World Test Championship, but to be two and a half in the Ashes, um, yeah, it's right where you want to be. So it's, it's, we're in a special spot at the moment. Uh, last week it was you and Nathan uh, pulling off the narrow run chase. A lot different today. I mean, ben Stokes felt like we were back in Headingley four <laughs> years ago. Uh, but you guys bowled differently. Um, you played the game at a different pace. Uh, so did, did it feel different, like, you know, to be out there in the middle? Yeah, it felt a bit different. Um, yeah, probably didn't feel as rushed. Um, yeah, I felt like we could close down a few overs. Didn't feel like every over was going to be a big over. Um, and, yeah, you know, without Nate as well, we kind of had the skin a little bit differently. And having a few more runs helped a lot. Um, but he, I thought he was fantastic. He played a brilliant innings. Um, yeah, he's pre- pretty formidable when he's in that kind of uh, form. Uh, you know, the last over before the lunch break, you were bowling, you suddenly like stopped to tie your shoelaces. It took a while to tie your shoelaces. What was that part of the whole strategy? Slowing the game down, doing it at your pace? Yeah, I just had to adjust my socks um, there for a little bit. But it's, yeah, it's yeah, it's one of the first things you get taught in cricket, isn't it? It's, it's, if, if the pace is speeding up, well, make sure you're in control when you've um, when it's your turn to bowl. Um, uh, and, and this is the short pitch ploy that you guys used to start with for him and then you changed and he started making him hit towards the the other side um, was that something you came up with on the fly or was that discussed and, and just the success you got with it yeah we, we changed um, you know the main reason being the, the wind was just howling towards one side so it felt like it was a really small hit um, so yeah we just um, yeah ch- switched over try to get him to the long side into the wind and um, were able to you know, the run rate was only going at one or two, which when you still need 100, made them feel further away. And just going back to you know, how you played the entire test match, I mean, you were in front, like you got a very big score on the board in the context of the conditions you were put into bat. Uh, and then one for 180, England seemed to be you know, on top almost. And then you brought it back uh, when you changed your policy. So just the overall game pattern, how you controlled it. Yeah, you know, I thought, you know, to lose a toss, that, that first day was a tough day to negotiate and I thought the way the batters got through was really important and really impressive. Um, you know, there's even a couple of 30s that got done that were really important and, um, you know, that kind of set up the rest of the game. Um, so, yeah, kind of a bit like edge bassin, it ebbed and flowed a little bit. To hold on to a first innings lead was huge because, um, yeah, the wicket didn't feel like it was going to play too many tricks. Uh, you know, when you come to Lords, they say you're hello of the home of cricket. Didn't feel very homely for a while there, did it? Like as you guys were walking to the long room. So, just what was that like to experience that? Yeah, they were pretty hostile. Um, yeah, the uh, men and women in their ties, um, <laughs> ties and jackets. Um, oh, you know, you you kind of know you're in the middle of an Ashes series. Um, everyone, yeah, so, you know, some decisions are polarizing and. Um, Yes, portions of the crowd certainly made it felt how, um, you know, what they thought of some of the decisions and that's fine.
but just on on that the dismissal itself it felt like something that we could keep us to on a daily basis um but post game or during the games it's like oh could pat have withdrawn the dis- the appeal itself like how did you say that play out yeah it's it's quite common to see um uh, you know keepers do it all the time and i think um yeah, you know, you've seen Bearstow do it himself, and he's keeping quite a lot. It's a tactic he uses all the time. So, um, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's pretty, you know, clear to me that that's just out. You just know you've got to stay in your crease. Uh, and just last year, Stuart Broad came out and he had a lot to say. But most of you just like laughed at him. Like, so what was that like? I mean, you used to that from Stuart Broad. Yeah, I'm just used to it. I think he talks when he bowls, he bats when he's on Twitter. Um, so yeah, it was fun. Uh, and just finally, I mean, just three days before the next test, you two zero up. Uh, you'd want to close it off, but no Nathan Lyon, Todd Murphy comes in. Uh, what are the next three days going to look like before you, you know, toss it leads? Uh, very relaxed, um, I dare say. Um, so we'll get up there and, um, yeah, you won't see the fast bowlers at training, I reckon. Um, but, you know, really satisfied. I think we'll, yeah, you know, spend today enjoying this one and sharing a few stories and um, then we'll shift our focus in the next couple of days. I hope the eye will look better as well. Thank you.